Welcome to Practicing Courage, a space where we're dedicated to exploring what it means to live well and engaging in practices that support finding the courage to do so. Welcome back. I'm so glad to be with you today. Before we get started, I have a couple quick things to share. First, yesterday, September 4th, was Labor Day in the United States. Now, if you're not familiar with Labor Day, it's been a national holiday since 1894 that honors the U.S. labor movement and was originally pushed for as a federal holiday to recognize the many contributions workers have made to America's strength, prosperity, and well-being. On the heels of this holiday, I wanted to share a practice that feels somewhat related and that it will invite you to bring your attention to the ways in which our lives and experiences are connected and interdependent, including the many ways we support one another that may often be happening under our conscious awareness. This is actually one of my favorite practices for cultivating feelings of connection, and it can really be done anywhere. It's also a practice that I pulled from the 28-day Practicing Courage Challenge content and modified just slightly for today. Which brings me to the second thing I wanted to share with you. I'm going to be running the Practicing Courage Challenge live again from October 2nd to October 29th. We'll only run the challenge twice per year live. And this is the last time that we're going to run it in 2023. So if you'd like to, I'd really encourage you to join. I built the challenge to be a robust learning and practice experience that builds on itself over four themed weeks. In week one, we focus on cultivating calm. In week two, clarity. Week three is dedicated to practices that support courage. And week four is all about connection, which is where this practice today comes from. Each week, includes seven practices, and you'll get a daily nudge via text or email. In total, I created 45 micro-recordings, which are made up of 28 practices, one per day, and 17 brief talks, which you'll have lifetime access to if you sign up. Now, during the month-long challenge, I'll also offer two live events where we'll have the chance to connect over Zoom Live practice together, and discuss how it's going. And if you register before September 17th, you'll receive early bird pricing on the challenge, which is 20% off. You can learn more or sign up at practicingcourage.com. All right, that's it for an intro. Let's dive in. Today's practice is one that will invite you to use your imagination to foster a mindset of connection and interdependence, two qualities commonly associated with compassion and well-being. Now, as you give this a try, I would encourage you to pay attention, even if just for a moment or two, to how you're feeling before you begin the exercise, during it, and after the experience. Noticing whatever may be arising for you, including any positive emotions like gratitude, connection, calm, etc. 
As a place to begin, I'd invite you to bring attention to the device on which you are listening to this recording on. It might be your phone, your tablet, or your computer. And taking in the colors, the textures, the types of materials like metal, paint, glass, as well as the different components of the device itself, the microphone, the keyboard, lighting, the list goes on. And then, after taking this in for a few moments, closing your eyes and taking a few deep breaths at your own pace. Now, when you're ready, letting your imagination run, bringing your awareness to all of the people who may have contributed to this device being here in front of you. From the person who sold you the device, to the truck driver who transported it to the store where you bought it or delivered it to your front door, to the workers in the warehouse who loaded the truck or the plane with the devices to be shipped to the store, to the team on the assembly line who built it, to the metal and glass workers who may have sourced the materials and gotten them to the warehouse, to the designers who originally designed it, sitting together, coming up with sketches, drawings, models, to the engineers who built the technology encased in the device, allowing it to run. You can sort of see where this is going. Letting your imagination go. Recognizing and bringing awareness to all of the people involved in this device being here with you now. And then looking more deeply, perhaps more expansively, Recognizing the interconnectedness that can be found when you look in this way. As you let your imagination run, you might even bring to mind the truck driver who drove it to the store or your home, and the fact that they drove on roads that were built by many other people. And those people who built the roads used tools created, once again, by many other people and the meals that the construction workers, the engineers, the truck driver ate came from the work and care of many others, as well as the environment, the sun and the rain that allowed the food to grow, the farmers who nurtured and tended to the land, to the grocery store workers who stocked the food, etc. Once again, just letting your imagination go continuing to look more deeply and seeing in a different way. Perhaps becoming aware that this device is dependent on the technology of past generations, that there are a long line of people who invented the phone, the computer, that made your device possible, and even going further if you'd like to, that those people were someone's children. And without their parents and their parents' parents 
this device would not be here before you today. Continuing to let your imagination expand, bringing attention to the many ways in which we are all interconnected. Taking a few more moments to rest here. As you do, noticing what might be arising for you as you look in this way. Are there any emotions coming up? Awe, gratitude, or anything else as you bring attention to the vast ways in which we are connected. And then when you're ready, coming back. So this is a simple mindset exercise that stems from contemplative traditions and is commonly used to access compassion. I found also that it can help to unlock gratitude and other positive emotions. Now here's a couple of quick tips for practice. First, this doesn't have to be long. Sometimes when a delivery driver drops a package at my door, I'll take just a minute or two and do this practice. When I remember, that is. Another tip, you can get creative with it. I use packages that are delivered as a reminder for this, but you might also try using meals that you're eating. Imagining the origin of the food on your plate and the related interconnection. Or you can use other objects in your life. Whatever works well for you. Now, as we close for today, I wanted to bring in one more voice. The voice of Dr. Jeffrey Hull, who is the executive director of the Institute of Coaching at Harvard, a professor of leadership at New York University, and a seasoned executive coach and psychologist. I'm bringing in his voice, just a small snippet from our podcast conversation, because it was fascinating to hear him talk about this idea of interconnectedness and compassion in the leadership context, as I haven't heard it used as commonly there. So take a listen and see what you think. And if I am a leader, and I put forth that we all are, then we have an obligation, we have a responsibility to use our passion and our compassion to make the world a better place. And not just for the folks that work for my company or the folks that live in my town or my country even, but you know, those borders between Mexico and Canada and all the European, they're all made up. They're not, if, you're out on the, if you were out on the moon and you're looking at the earth, there are no there's no borders, there's no walls. That's all a story that we as human beings made up to create separation between us. And so the next level of leadership requires compassion for a much broader sense of how we're part of one system. We're part of one humanity. As we close for today, I would invite you to consider the following. What happens when you begin to shift your attention outwardly to the ways in which we are connected and support one another. This in itself can be a question to explore and experiment with over time. And today's practice is just one tool that can support your exploration of this question. Broadly speaking, for many, a shift to focusing on connection can bring with it numerous benefits. 
Here's a couple that highlight this. First, when we overfocus on ourselves, it narrows our possibilities, our perspective, and can often lead to isolation, pain, and suffering. And second, and really on the flip side, when we shift our attention to connection and when we feel connected, it expands possibilities, it broadens our perspective, and we often experience greater well being. And this sense of connection and interconnection is something that we can access through practice. Thank you for your practice today. I look forward to continuing with you next Tuesday. Thank you.